Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 135. Today, we ask the question, how can a tech coach change the ed tech culture of a school district. That's right. We're talking about how you guys can help change the culture from within. I guarantee you it's not easy. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Miss Susan Vincents from techimaginations.net. Sue, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I am great. Great to be back. How's everything going in your world, Jeff? Things are absolutely fantastic. I have some amazing news. Uh, we, as you know, do our tech coach roundtables every single week. And uh, we've been doing that now for over a year. Have it, had some amazing uh, conversations with tech coaches. And, you know, Sue, I'm not going to give the name, but I want to mention this at the beginning of the year because uh, at the beginning of the show today. And, and, and this tech coach knows who they are. But I want to con congratulate one of our tech coaches from the Tech Coach Network. She says she came, she saw, she conquered, and now she has a brand new tech coaching job. I don't want to say the name, but the initials are CW, and I want to say congratulations to her. She did an amazing job, and good luck with everything that she's doing. And that just goes to show what happens when you're checking out all the great stuff over on the TeacherCast Tech Coaches Network. And you can sign up for free over at teachercast.net slash TCN form for Tech Coach Network form. And, you know, Sue, we've got a lot of stuff over there on the Tech Coach Network all about hiring, getting a job, making your resume look good. And we're going to be talking about that in the next couple of weeks. But uh, today it's something a little different. Today we're talking about a culture change, something that you and I know a lot about something that you and I are both working on with our own districts. And maybe out there you're a tech coach who is, you know, your, your, your district is doing something, your district is transforming. Maybe you're even the face of that transformation. They kind of say, hey, here's Sue's project, or hey, we're doing this and Sue's in charge or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, talk to us a little bit about this, changing the culture of a school district. Sue, can a tech coach change the culture of a school district? Well, I mean, if they don't do it single-handedly, they're definitely a big part when it comes to technology because when it comes to changes, which is what technology is, you know, teachers get comfortable and sometimes when you have to make a change and you have to try a new tool or you have to get rid of something, you have to be that motivating force to keep things going in a straight and narrow direction to keep people motivated, keep people happy and keep them from stressing out, basically. Today, we've got six things that we want you to think about. We're going to go through them today. And of course, if there's anything that we missed, we want you guys to reach out to us over on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Let us know. But before we get into our list, Sue, you know, it's not easy to do this because oftentimes change doesn't happen the right way, right? Like sometimes I've seen districts say, we're doing this thing, Susan Charge, go. 
and they don't take ownership of this. It's okay, I think, for a tech coach to be the face of a program or be the one leading the PD or creating the modules, whatever it is, but but the district needs to be the face of change well before the tech coach is the face of change, I feel. Oh, yes, absolutely. We talk a lot about how the tech coach shouldn't be an evaluator. They should be a coach and in there supporting the teachers. And it's the same thing when it comes to change in a district. You know, yes, the tech coach can be the leader of this X change that you're doing, but they don't need to necessarily be the first one to have it out of their mouth. It needs to be, and actually I'm going to start, I'm going to bring one of our bottom um, items to the list of the list on top is that administrator buy-in, whether it's the superintendent announcing this big change or whatever is going on and then bringing it about in a positive manner, bringing the tech coach in for that supportive role. This is where frustration starts. Right. Because oftentimes there's a meeting and administrator wants something or there's a new app or, hey, we're making a left turn. Um, Sue, go for it. Go get him. Mm -hmm. But that's not the way it should be. Right. The district needs to hear change from the top or from an administrator. The tech coach can't go in and suddenly say we're moving to this or we're starting a new platform or, Hey, here's the SAMR model or a tech coach can't be doing that. So I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on what you said. You, you said a tech coach can't be the catalyst can't be the face. What, what did you say? Probably more so the catalyst. I mean, we can be the but, face, but, but, but I'm going to add to that. The they also can't be the scapegoat when it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And, and I see a lot of tech coaches that, that you know, they come to the, to, the, to the roundtable meetings. We've talked about things over the last couple of years. You know, this isn't working and my boss is blaming me. Not a good place to be. No, not at all. You have to, you know, have to be that happy meeting. And fortunately or unfortunately, as a tech coach, we're often caught in the middle of the or the administrative um, changes that want to be made, but then you're there to support the teacher. So you have to be professional and follow the directions of your supervisors, but then you want to, you know, reflect those feelings of the teacher. So, you know, you definitely have to learn how to let things roll off your back and be that happy medium person and be able to see both sides of the coin. So today we're going to share with you guys, not three, not four, not five, but six. Six things that a tech coach can do to help change the ed tech culture of the school district. Sue, you kind of just kind of mentioned it a little bit, but what is that first thing a tech coach can do to help change the ed tech culture of their school district? So the first thing we have listed here in the show notes is being positive, you know, even when the staff are not. So that that definitely is huge. You know, now, an announcement now, might get made and then the staff may stress out. Now, so now let, let, let's let's play that one out. Right. We've all been there and I'm going to I'm going to make up something here. Right. Um, our district is switching from um, Google Slides to Haiku Deck. Not that any school is ever going to do that, but let's let's take this as an example. Right. And you walk into a classroom and the teacher goes, my God, I loved Google Slides. It was so great. It could do this and this and this and this. Mike, why are we going to Haiku Deck? And you have to say what, Sue? 
I have to say, let me just sit down with you. Give me 10 minutes and let me show you some of the pros that compare to what you had in Google Slides. And let me show you some different things that it'll allow you to, to do that's different. Sometimes you have to put on that smiley face and go, my God, Haiku Deck is so great. It can do this and this and this and, and look at all of these things. And, you know, that's kind of where I think a tech coach has to start by being a therapist. But at the same time, yes. um, it leads us into, you know, what we have to do as a tech coach sometimes, which is the number two thing. To, what is the number two thing on our list today? So being able to show examples and model and you know, a lot of, and kind of back to number one, just a little mm -hmm. for a small second, you personally, sometimes you have to take those personal feelings out and that's probably with anything professionally, but as a tech coach, if, even if you don't support the initiative, sometimes like Jeff said, you have to put that smile back on. So, you know, being able to show student examples, that's where you as a tech coach come in with those resources have your research behind you because hopefully you already know about some certain initiative. If it's the Google slide to Haiku deck, you have resources in your hand ready to show student examples, how this has worked for other schools, how this has worked for teachers in similar situations. And the problem here, Sue, is it's difficult, right? Because you just said it. You might not agree. You might philosophically not want to move to Haiku deck or you might say, I don't mind Haiku Deck, but why are we getting rid of the first one when everybody already knows? And then on top of that, maybe the district says, Sue, you're going to be training everybody on Haiku Deck. And now this decision that nobody seems to like is now yours just by the fact that you're the one that's doing it. Yes. Like we said, you become the face of it. And, you know, you have to be professional and support it and be happy about it, whether you personally don't like it or not. And like number two says, you know, have those examples, have that research, have your own professional development in your head and ready to go to train these people. And that's why it all is about staying positive. Obviously, a tech coach can't say to a teacher, oh my God, that tech guy back there, you know, my my boss doesn't know who's talking or my boss did this or you should see that you, you, you just can't. You, you, you can't do those things. But I think if we take a look at number three and number four and we put those two together here, um, there is a little bit of lemonade that tech coaches can do. And number three here is all about marketing, right? And marketing, marketing, marketing. And I'm even going to put number four in here, which is the strategic use of things like your email newsletters, your, your you know, any kind of correspondence. If we are switching to Haiku Deck, right? You can't just turn the well off on Google Slides. You need to sell Haiku Deck. Look, it's great. You can do this. This is how this works. And you got to talk about it. And you got to be using Haiku Deck. Like, you're, you know, your principal has to get up there in front of everybody and go, this is a great slide deck. Hey, I made it on Haiku Deck. Do you like it? Go find Sue and she'll show you how this works. You got to market the change to get everybody on your side or at least everybody to understand why this is happening. Because if the principal is not on board, it's hard for you to stand up and give PD on something. Absolutely. And that's like with anything, you know, in life in general, you know, we're not going to buy into anything until we we see it proven in our own mind. Until we see it with our own eyes. So until somebody shows us a real life example, whether it's something that the students have done or we see a commercial for it, which 
you know, in real life, it's a TV commercial, but in education life, it's you seeing your peer down the hall using it or your administrator using it. And that's why I'm not just talking today about email newsletters. We're talking about strategic email newsletters. And I talk a lot about this on the Jeff Bradbury show. You can find more information over at buildyouredubrand.com. But the idea here of email newsletters have to be thought about in cycles, not as isolated, um, you know, weekly things you send out, right? I see so many tech coaches create a Tuesday email and it goes out. And then the next week, a brand new Tuesday email goes out that has really nothing to do with the first one. And you just repeat. And I find a lot of tech coaches are kind of, you know, oh, my God, it's Monday. I have to put something out. I don't know what it is. I'm wasting all my time. I'm spending it here. I'm spending it there. When at the same time, you're if you're strategically planning out your newsletters, and, and I'll give you an example, Sue, right? We talk about this a lot. Week one can mention Haiku Deck. Hey, this awesome thing is coming. What do you think? Week number two, you're going to talk about three things that Haiku Deck can do that slides can't do, and you're going to love it. Week three might be, here's five different Haiku Decks that you can check out. So in other words, you're elevating the app over time. So people are seeing a little bit of it, seeing a little bit more of it. Now they're finally looking at it and playing with it. Maybe by that point, three weeks, you've had a chance to talk to teachers. You've had a chance maybe to do a a Monday faculty meeting. Then the fourth week, you're starting to say, well, here's how Haiku Deck can be used with a math slide. Here's how it can be used with an English slide. So now you're being more content specific. And so over the course of four, maybe five or six weeks, you're really selling, you're marketing this application. You're not just saying, here's 5 million ways to use Haiku Deck and here's their Twitter and website and my Goodness, this sounds like something I've done that many times. That would be too. so overwhelming. Yes, it's you so have overwhelming. To it in. And then the following week, you're talking about something else completely different, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. I know a long time ago, I used to do the Google Forms newsletter, and then you did the Google Slides newsletter, and you did the Google Keep, and you're thinking one app, one newsletter, and I'm like, dude, that's like 13 apps in the course of two months. <laughs> Yes. Nobody wants that. Remember, what's the golden rule of of newsletters? Nobody reads and nobody cares. So make me do both. Exactly. Phase it in little by little. Phase it in little by little. So if you can come up with with a strategic way of showing things off, you know, or we talk about potty PD a lot, you know, putting stuff in there because – as an example, Haiku Deck isn't just a presentation device. You can make really nice looking graphics on there. So if you put something in the bathroom that says made with Haiku Deck, maybe someone's going to go, oh, here's what I can look at. Um, So there's a lot of different ways that we can bring marketing and newsletters in. So I know you do a Tech Tip Tuesday. Tell us a little bit about it. And and, and what's your strategy for creating marketing materials or, or, you know, showing off something great? Well, and I'm actually working on that as I continue to build my brand over this pa- these past couple of years. But yeah, my Tech Tip Tuesday has really kind of gotten off the ground just this through this school year since the pandemic. And um, I do a video every week. I try to do it, try to do it on Thursday or so of the prior week. And then I publish it for the for the next Tuesday and it goes on my website it goes in my Facebook group that I have for my teachers 
And it just has to do with what is going on in our school at that time and something that I can use on a global level to be a mentor to tech coaches and other teachers across the country. So a lot of times I just kind of strategically watch the questions I've gotten throughout the week, any new tools that we're implementing as we go. We use a lot of Canvas in our secondary classrooms. We use Google Classroom. You know, we're all Google fied. So, I mean, I just kind of pull from those things as new items come out, things that they need to know, not just whatever the latest fancy, fancy um, implementation is, but something that the teachers need at that point in time of the school year. So if we go back a little bit here, Sue, we've talked about being positive, even when your staff are not. We've talked about showing off student examples and classroom modeling. We've talked about marketing and email newsletters. What's the fifth thing that tech coaches have control over and can help out improve their ed tech culture? Well, and this tags well off of the strategic email is that tech coach website. And we've talked a lot about this in the past of having a great tech coach website where you can put this information on, you know, this is where, you know, you can put a copy of those newsletters, but your tech coach website is also where those tutorials need to go. You know, as you introduce it and whet their appetite in these weekly newsletters, then on that website, you have the supplemental material that they can go and reference and it's there anytime they need it. So if they're home working on lesson plans and they're like, okay, I've got to start using Haiku Deck. Where am I going to go? I'm going to go to Jeff's Tech Coach website. I'm going to go to Susan's Tech Coach website and find out what I need to do to get started. There's another side to websites, right? There's the one side that Sue mentioned, which is it's there. They can see it. They can go to it. Um, there's the other side that I like to talk about, which is the coaching side. When I sit down with a teacher that's where I pull my resources from. They're visual. And now it's like my mobile classroom. It's my mobile board or my mobile cork board or whatever you, the 2022 version of this is, right? Um, I like thinking that people come to my website every day and are excited to see it. I'm also realistic, I think, about things <laughs> and knowing that People have so much craziness going on. And this is even well before COVID, let's be honest. Right. Um, they're not dashing to their computers to go to your website when they need something. But you are. And if everything on your website is organized and neat and, and you know, done, awesome. So maybe, you know, instead of doing Google Slides on your, on your website, maybe you have some haiku decks that are there so you can pull things up and you can compare and contrast and you can you can do all that stuff with them um do you use your website as a as a marketing material do you use your website as a coaching resource do you use it simply just it's a board that people can go to what's what's your philosophy let's start with tech imaginations and let's also talk about your coaching sites and stuff yeah for, well for my tech imaginations it's more of a marketing tool for myself and what I want to do as a tech coach globally, presenting at conferences and such as that. And then I have my coaching website that I share with my coworker for our school system. And that is definitely more of a coaching site 
for the teachers that we coach. And we use it a lot like, Jeff, what you're saying. We bring it up. We send teachers there when they ask us a question, if we're meeting with them face-to-face -face or if they just email us, hey, check our tech integration website and you'll find this, this, and this that you're looking for. Now, here's the problem. And we talked about this earlier and it goes into the number six thing that we want to be thinking about which is all of this stuff is great and can absolutely work if or you could do all of this stuff and feel like you're swimming upstream if sue what are we talking about here so you have to have that administrator buy-in no matter what you're doing no matter the approach you're taking it can be highly successful if you have administrator buy-in and it can be a epic failure if you don't have administrative buy-in so it's so, so true. important yes so true and you know what if you're out there shaking your head to this and saying i get it i'm in that position you know my administrator's on my side he's wonderful great we want to hear about that if you're sitting here saying you know what i need to get more support great we want to hear about that that's why we do our tech coach networks and our and our, and our tech coach roundtables and stuff every single week. We want to work with you guys and we want you to have, you know, the opportunity to, to meet us and, and share your stories and stuff like that. So don't be afraid to reach out on Ask the Tech Coach and, of course, share your stories with others, others each and every week. And, Sue, you know, I think there is a positive lining to this, which is, yes, let's answer the question here. A tech coach can help change the district from the inside. After all, that's why you're here. After all, you are the one in all of the classrooms. You are the one, sometimes, in the break room. You're the one in the hallways. You are the positive twist on everything that happens in those meetings. It's not easy. But I know so many tech coaches that put that hat on every single day, and they are the face of what positive digital learning culture can be. And I love seeing what a tech coach can do with just a little bit of spunk and a little bit of grit and, and making sure that a tech coach can just get in there and do it. And it, it's not, hard. it's not easy. It's not hard, but it's not easy, hmm. but it can be done. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Like I said earlier, you have to have that happy medium and, you know, be professional on both sides. And you, you need to be one of those people who sees both sides of the coin and then be able to motivate the teachers and motivate the administration if you have to in order to sell the project sell the project or the product so i mean i think what i just said just melded all six of our uh changes there together and you know if if you have a combination of all six of those things you mentioned you know you're going to have a highly successful project we want to say thank you guys for checking out this episode. It is episode number 135. We release this every single Monday morning, and we are here for you guys over at Ask the Tech Coach on Twitter. Sue, what's happening this week on Tech Imaginations? Well, as we record this earlier today, I recorded next week. So after this podcast comes out on Monday, go check out Tech Imaginations on Tuesday, and you'll hear the next Tech Tip Tuesday on being able to convert a PDF and an image into a Google Doc. So there's the handy dandy open with tool in your Google Drive. So check that out and you'll see why you might want to do this and how you can do this. So take a look. 
And of course, we want to one more time say thank you guys for checking out this and all of the shows on the TeacherCast Educational Network. Lots of great stuff going on, and we want to say thank you guys for making TeacherCast the home for your professional development. On behalf of Sue and everybody here on TeacherCast, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.